here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain. I would like to extend a big thanks to my Patreon supporters over at patreon.com slash bsmpod. Today, I have, if you're watching the YouTube video, a frozen picture of the swooper, player of Samus, all the way from New Jersey. And if you're listening, this is indeed the real swooper, the real person who's going to be talking right back to me. And we're also joined by the lovely Twitch stream of twitch.tv slash the swooper with an extra r at the end links in the description below all those fun things the swooper thank you so much for joining me no problem i really appreciate you uh having me and it's been it's been such a wild day for you kind of full of ups and downs but just to contextualize we are talking early saturday morning live on twitch.tv on your stream like i was saying coming off of Surviving the first round of Summit 12 voting, so congratulations, as well as placing second at East Coast Fridays. And we could talk about all of that, but I think the best place to start is to just quickly go over how awesome New Jersey is. It's your region and not always one that gets like the most amount of love, but gets to be part of the nightclub. That's always very cool. Shout outs to Ryobeat, as well as I think that. I think that when New Jersey gets to represent at different events, like I think about SmashCon and the SmashCon Fall Fest and then Netplay events. I mean, there's usually there's usually talent from New Jersey that gets far enough into bracket to at least capture the attention of the Melee Stats Discord and beyond Twitch chat as well. So shout outs to New Jersey. But what's your favorite one of your favorite things or some of some of the things you like to think about when you think about New Jersey Melee? Uh Definitely the individual talent is something I nerd I nerd out about a lot. Like uh whenever I look back on it, like my earliest memory of like starting out in this region, like one of the first friends I ever made at a local was like Two Saint. So it's like that on its own should just like I, I really kinda wish I had the camera on for you because the way I'm waving my hand to me is just funny because like of all the people I first meet at a local it's just like two saint it's like and i don't know for example like when i first met him i just like knew from the first day i met him like that guy was just gonna be fucking amazing i (laughs) I can't really explain why i just knew that and then like one of the other few early people i met is like jflex imagine going to a local for the first time and you just meet like jflex it's just like like everyone here is like already so tough but like i don't really know more or less how tough i just know they're tough and uh, a lot of uh early for me it was early but like they're not really as known but like guava was one of the first good players i met to live the town over guava was mad good before he stopped playing corn was a really good ice climbers player who went to school in mdva and has gotten sets off of like a ton of pr uh mdva players uh so yeah jersey has just like so many good players like tucked in and that's probably my favorite memory is remembering like meeting these people for the first time and just being like so starstruck that like uh all these really good people like lived near me i just didn't know we never really knew how good they were like now that we're all traveling and stuff we have like a better idea how good we are and like how good we were but at the time we really didn't know so we kind of would just all like show up to all these locals like super hungry trying to win but then like every single person is just like so fucking good like holy moly like there is this premier jersey local called hitbox arena that just like routinely had like top 
20 like in jersey level talent like back to back to back like at least like seven people good enough to be pr'd if they weren't pr'd already would just show up like every single week and then like randomly like athletic new york like the top new york city players felt like farming they would show up to farm but yeah that was like early jersey for me now those locals don't exist anymore like hitbox arena rest in peace uh a lot of the early like really top heavy jersey monthlies that i remember always going to like this one called frame trap house just does not exist anymore that was a crazy event in its own right like everyone when when someone would think of like their favorite like peach mart set they might think of like armada ppmd but like my armada ppmd was like stango ryobi in the basement of my friend's house like watching those guys those and like those guys because like there was no cameras on them just like the local degenerates being like woo stango woo ryobi it's just like they're just not nervous and ryobi when he's not playing nervous at all is a beast he's ryo beast like no meme like i watching him playing versus stango like live was just one of my favorite memories of like jersey jersey locals jersey regionals definitely definitely super fun times I love hearing that you get to have all these early memories with people who are still around to this day. Not everybody, you know, you're talking about players who have since yeah. moved on, but a lot of them are still around. Uh, do you remember the first time that you met Holborg before we got started officially with the recording part of this, we were talking about mm. how, uh, I had Holborg on before on the podcast and you were like, Oh, upstanding. Like the, the highest, the highest citizens that we have in melee. I think she yeah. said something to that effect. Like, do you remember reading Holborg for the first time? I funnily enough, that local that I just mentioned hitbox arena, that's where I met Holborg for the first time. And, uh, I can't remember exactly when, cause you know, it's like a bit a while ago at this point, but I just remember playing this Luigi player who I was just like, wow, that's like, probably like one of the best Luigi's I've played in this area uh, next to like Shiny Zubat or something. Shout out to Shiny Zubat. He's also a good PM player. Uh, I love tacos or taco cat. Uh, there is, there is, there is some Luigi player from hitbox arena who has something to do with tacos in his name. Really good Luigi as well. <laughs> but, I, but I felt Hoborg was like a slight step above all of them when I played him. Like he got a set off me at one point. Uh, I don't know if it was at Hitbox Arena, but I know it was like at a Jersey local. And yeah, he's just like super humble, down to earth. Like he's the type of person who I just think knows how to like improve because he knows how to like separate the game from like, you know, like how you like must be feeling like your own like internal emotions and stuff. Like I felt Hoborg was always one of the best at like handling that, like in my opinion. That's really cool to hear. Uh, I mean, every time, every time that I hear Hobart talking, either to me on the mic or if it's like at a nightclub, like he's he's gotten on the mic a few times at the nightclub in in more recent times here in 2021, and just being like, Hobart needs to talk in front of people more often. That's what I always end up thinking. Like, really, like really yeah. thinks thinks through things well. So I love hearing him talk. Yeah, I completely agree. Model uh, citizen. <laughs> Uh, and hopefully uh luigi that will pop up at some point i mean maybe not perhaps summit ready just yet but this whole this whole topic of campaigning for summit it's something that 
there's a lot of people who like think about the idea of campaigning and getting in and being able to fulfill the dream of being able to go to one of the most prestigious melee events that we have. It's Summit, it's Genesis, it's Big House. Like there's not a there's not a lot of events that have the kind of draw that Summit has. So one way to get in, of course, is to qualify. And that's, you know, those are for the tryhards. But what about campaigning and being a little bit more grimy and embracing the content side of things? And being like, this is yeah. like school, like being class president, except there's money on the line. I want to play video games. And this is just hell a lot of the time. You, you saw what Summit 11 voting was like and how much Yangling had to do to get in, for instance, as well as, you know, the the the, the top players as well, like that whole mix of... Should this be a thing? Should this not be a thing? Who deserves to go to summit through the voting process? Why are we doing this in the first place? Like all this kind of discourse, it makes the biggest prize pod in Melee's history, all that fun stuff. Like, is that when you start thinking to yourself, hmm, you know, I think I might want to do this for the next one. Like what's, what's, when does it begin for you that you get the idea to start for, for this summit 12 upcoming? Uh, Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, any and anybody who knows me personally, like Jersey players, hometown friends, they literally just know that I have no idea what I'm doing. I have no idea what's going on. I literally just was like, "Oh, wow, I qualified. Cool. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna not, I'm just gonna like, you know, enter. I don't expect to make it far. That's really what I said to myself. I was just like, I don't expect to make it far." I, uh, wow, I'm just, like, looking, scrolling down, looking at, like, all these, like, not even try hard, but, like, well put together, like, uh, summit, you know, bios or whatever, like, oh, wow, plug, so good, uh, free Palestine, amazing tag, 10 out of 10 tag, nice guy, absolutely, yeah, yeah, like, good chic player, and I'm just, like, looking at all these people, and then me, and I'm just, like, yeah, I, uh, I literally have no idea, I'm just gonna, like, type, I, I, I typed whatever bio I typed, like, it came straight from the heart. So it's like, this is how I feel. This is where I'm from. This is why I play the game, blah, blah, blah. And I just typed that up. And somehow I made it to, I, I made it past the nominated side. And now I'm like in the round one, like, you know, of the actual votes. And then uh, at that point, then some people start telling me like, yeah, like you could actually have a chance, but you'd actually have to like start campaigning and stuff. And so I remember there was this like, discord i put together like months ago literally months ago just because i know myself i would literally forget it existed if i just like didn't start it early i made a discord this is like you know swooper for summit like literally four months ago and dark genix is like that's way that's way too early bro it's way too early and i'm just like nah dude you know me this is like literally not too early for me like if i don't and start inviting people four months in advance i will forget this exists and then he's like nah 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 too early too early and then I listened to him, and lo and behold, four months later, I forget it exists. I'm actually in the, like, literally yes, as early as, like, yesterday was when I started inviting people. Like, now we have, like, close to, like, 70 people or something in the group. And, like, it's, like, it's, it's flourishing as, like, potential. But, like, that wasn't until, like, literally yesterday. And, like, not just, like, from me, from, like, uh, shout-outs to, like, Monk, shout-outs to Oro, shout-outs to... Uh, Tamis, shout outs to like all the people who just pretty much were like, all right, all right. So we get you had no idea what you were doing, but now 
you know what you're doing for the most part. Now it's so clear you have a chance. You should try. Like these people were just basically telling me, like, you should at least try. Like it's better to like try and like fail than not try at all and not even like know. So that's basically where I'm at. I'm trying to get my act together. Like I'm a very disorganized person. Uh, I've always been that way. And like I just, even for something I really like doing, like making content, playing this game, like I'll just like forget to, not even like forget to stream. I'll just not feel like streaming. Or if I have a good content idea, if I don't like do it really quick, if I don't literally like just sit behind my computer for five hours and get this content done fast, it's just going to cease to exist. I won't feel like doing it the next day. Like I'm just a very inconsistent person with like my mood. I just have to be like in the right mood to like do things. But with something like Summit, that's just like unacceptable. You have to like constantly be on the grind. You have to constantly like be pushing. You have to constantly like be making stuff like memes, whatever. And that's something I'm going to like try uh, hard to like uh, implement. Uh, like I have like good ideas and I just need to like literally even like in Melee, like I just I'll have like a good idea, but then I'll just like be too lazy or just go for the easier route because like, you know, it's the easier route. So I just need to execute on like ideas that are actually worth going for instead of just like sitting back and just like letting things like just work out work itself out like that's literally my worst habit in tournament is like i'll just be like let's say it's a, ma a slow matchup like peach samus i'm like yeah if i just like missile missile this is just gonna work its way out like i'm good enough and then they start outplaying me in areas that like uh i was not used to and then i'm like oh well i have to adapt well now look like record scratch like now you're down a stock this is what happens when you get too comfortable and you deserve to lose here because you're getting too comfortable. So that's like my personality is that I literally had zero gameplay. If anything, if I actually do make it into Summit, that would actually be insane. Like literally insane. Like objectively the best Summit campaign of all time. Like there's no, there's no question. <laughs> there's no question. There's literally no way... There's literally no way that anybody could even match that. Like, I, I, I'm not even, like, trying to be funny. Like, I literally just woke up one day and was like, you know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll just stop it. <laughs> let's, just, let's just see how this goes. <laughs> if IBDW or any other, I mean, that's the only person who I could even remotely picture of the invited Summit players listening to this interview, right? Because I'll, you know, I have to know where I am. I don't have a yeah. ton of top players listening to this. I, I don't think. But all that to say, just imagine IBDW listening to this and going, "Are you kidding me? The Swooper just woke up one day and decided to campaign, and now I have to study the Samus matchup just to be sure that I like have a game plan for that." Cody, yeah, Cody of all people would hear exactly what you just said, freeze for a hot second, and then be like, "Yep, that makes sense to me." <laughs> like. That's that. I'm, I promise you that would make perfect sense to him. He would not. He would not. He would shake his head and say something Cody Schwab would say. I don't know what Cody Schwab would say in that situation, but it would definitely be. It would definitely be lighthearted, but it would definitely just be like as expected of like my personality. Like he would. He would be like not surprised. You know what I mean? Well, like it would definitely be funny to hear what he would have to say. I'd love to hear what he'd have to say. Cody's definitely uh legendary personality to me 
you're good to hear what you'll get to hear what IBDW says as he continues to. I mean, he made great content around reacting to Summit Eleven voting, so I imagine. Oh yeah. You already got a great shout out from Hugs. You know, Hugs Hugs was reviewing all of the Summit Twelve nominations and seeing who went through. You know, the last twenty people for the official voting process and was like, "We got the swooper, probably the best Samus doing it right now." And you know, he's serious when he said that, and I was like, "Oh, that's really cool for Hugs to say that." So. The, hugs will be making content around it as he did for the last time so just imagine you getting in you know having the like in your in your words the objective most successful summit campaign of all time and you just kind of get to sit back and realize yeah me and the me and the homies me and new jersey were able to do this but then you get to see everybody else's reactions you know all, like stream clips or youtube videos and everybody's just going like I have to learn the samus matchup again <laughs> Oh, we're gonna have Samus on stream again. Do yeah. we have to do the Peach Samus matchup? Do we have to do the Sheik Samus matchup? And everybody starts complaining about floaty mid tiers, and then everybody else saying, "Shut up!" Samus is such a fun character to watch. Which um, <laughs> I would say I'm in one of the. I'm. A, I'd say I'm one of the people that enjoys watching Samus. I mean, especially like I. I'm saying this in the nicest possible way. The higher stakes melee, I don't care who's there. You you could give me a, a Jigglypuff versus... No, it's not a Jigglypuff. Sorry. You could give me a Roy versus a Game Watch, or you could give me Zelda versus Mewtwo. If it's for Grand Finals, if it's for, you know, $50 or whatever in a 50-person bracket, I'm super hyped because that means that they beat good players or at least better tiered characters to get there, and that's awesome. So... In Summit, it's hype because every set in Summit matters so much. Seeing you play there, that would be super cool. Yeah, that's uh, something I also look forward to because I totally, totally think... Like, if, if Pikachu is up there, if Yoshi is up there, there's absolutely zero reason Samus can't also hang up there. Like, literally just no reason. There's just no one else uh, doing it. And it's not even, I think, because people aren't good enough. I just think... And I've, like, said this before, there's just, like, if you want to become a good Fox player in Super Smash Brothers Melee for the Nintendo GameCube, you could literally just go on YouTube and look it up. If you want to become a good Sheik player, you can go on YouTube and look it up. If you want to be a good Marth player, you can go on YouTube and look it up. If you want to be a good Pikachu, if you want to be a good Yoshi, if you want to be a good Samus, you can't do that. You have to dig around through Smash boards find like super old posts about people talking about these like forgotten characters or like catch acts or something while he's just trying to like buy like groceries or something and be like look man i know you're busy but <laughs> i don't fucking know anything about people who i need you to like teach me or like tyler swift how, how did he get good with pikachu and like to answer that question he probably had to find his own unique. Have you seen that guy play Pikachu? Like oh I know my I'm gosh. Not the nightclub to... this past week yeah. was insane. Yeah, between him and Aklo Grand Finals, that was what a set. Like, that was awesome. Like somebody only plays Pikachu like that because they had no guide. They literally don't have a guide. They literally just they learn the game, and this is their take on the character. Like I've never seen anyone play Pikachu like that. I and loved all the down airs. Yeah, that's why there's no standardized meta for these mid tier characters, and that's why everything feels so new. Because the general good meta doesn't exist to the like to like the public. Like I watch Amsa play and I'm like, yeah, you know, that's how a good Yoshi should play. And then I watch Whiskers play and I'm like, Yeah, this is how a good Yoshi plays, but that's not. Like he's just doing certain things that I've never seen other Yoshis do, and that's just so unexplored. 
And that's like what's really cool about mid-tiers coming back at high level is that there really is just so much more melee to be played with them. And I know it lo- like the, 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 the other good players who main like Fox and stuff in the top 20, they'll never like, I don't know if it's that they won't admit to it, but they just, there's always some barrier of like respect. Like they'll never, maybe they would admit to it or maybe they won't. But it just feels very disingenuous or like when like Axe wins or like sometimes like Yoshi wins or something. And like it's the first thing I hear is like, oh, I didn't I didn't get that right. Or that's actually cheese. The only reason that worked is cheese like that cheese worked because they have to go for that cheese at high level. And it's just like it's like at this point we get it. The game has been out for like 69 years. Like, you know what I mean? Why do we (laughs) it's like we, we already know that these things don't consistently work but like they're legit mix-ups that could work if like you test somebody's reactions or you tech chase properly yada 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 and that's just kind of you like, condition what them. like yeah exactly that's like what mid-tiers have is like they don't have the like uh brokenness of just like full hop backering with fox but they have like the tools to like wait for fox to land and then like maybe catch him on like his ninth landing and it's like sure they have to like play neutral out 10 more times but like they could still like compensate for it with like the ridiculous punish game that like yoshi has or something you know so stuff like that is just like a big part of melee that like unless you're good enough to like show that part you kind of just like are making these characters look like they have no potential or like you're just waiting to get made fun of it's like haha like look at insert Yoshi, Pikachu, Samus, Luigi try again and again, and they just don't get anywhere because the character can't do it. They're just wasting everyone's time. But in my opinion, I don't think that's true at all. I think it's like hard, but I definitely think that there's still a lot more those characters can do. And in an ideal melee world, they probably would need a secondary. Like Tyler Swift has a great Pikachu, but I've seen him switch to Fox for like the likes of Peach and Puff. Right. And it's like, yeah, like Pikachu can probably like consistently do it versus like peach puff if you're cracked enough but like you could just like switch fox for those two matchups and play pikachu versus everybody else <laughs> and it's like you're still representing pikachu in the meta while also like playing the main meta which is like the top seven characters i've been thinking about that a lot with samus like secondarying like just i don't know who i i really don't know who had secondary but i've been thinking about that a lot recently and it would mostly be for like the Sheik matchup and like maybe Falcon, but like, uh, yeah, that's how I feel about like the mid tiers and like their representation in the uh, top, top, top like level of play. I know what you mean by the respect factor, and really, it seems backwards to me, right? Where if somebody plays really well with a mid tier and beats players, you know, that are comparable in terms of ranking, even just on like a local regional level, like if you the swooper are beating players around you like tonight for instance east coast fridays you know maybe hungrybox had the dq out of losers finals and then you went straight back up to the grands to get your losers sorry your semi winner set against ben to try to run it back it didn't work out but like you got to that point where you had beat other people to get to grand finals on loser side versus ben who you know is a good chic player so ggs ggs but you went through the all the other people in the open bracket for East Coast Fridays tonight, and you played very well to get there. It's not like anything was handed to you. And people yeah. 
sometimes react in a way that I'm like, feel like his backwards is just like, Hmm, poor swooper or wow. Samus, huh? Uh -huh. And I think that it almost garners like, it has to garner at least an equal amount of respect because you're accomplishing the same things. You're pressing the buttons good and winning the game. I don't understand why, because it's not the character you want to see. You have to start coming up with this long list because the truth is, is that everybody could do that. I could complain about Fox all day or Sheik all day. I could complain about Puff. I could complain about Falcon, Marth. It doesn't matter who, the Spacey's. So I think from my own perspective, especially for, for somebody who plays, sorry, who watches more Melee than I play most of the time, I like to find things to enjoy about watching the game as compared to finding things to complain about the game. That would yeah. be addressing a lot of things that Twitch chat does. So I can't control that, but I do really like just to, just to put a close, a, close this part of the interview. And before we're moving on, like the final thought is I like watching mid tiers like Samus and especially when they succeed. So like seeing you win G town, Tom's birthday bash, for example, 96 person bracket. It's a pretty good set of people there at that event. And you won it. And I was super excited. And it was kind of sad when there wasn't a whole lot of buzz about, wow, the Swooper won. I mean, almost a 100-person oh, yeah. bracket. That's kind of a big deal up in New England. They got some good players up there. And it was just kind of like, oh, now we're moving on. Yeah. But congratulations yeah. on that as well, by the way. I really appreciate that. Yeah, that's uh, definitely one of my better wins of, like, not just since I started playing again, but just in general because – I had to be Wally, Ryobi, Warmer, and Ricky was a Fox, and like just like a bunch of other good New England players, like uh, like Guex is really good, Glock and My Toyota is really good. Mm. Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely sometimes don't give myself enough credit in that regard, and the stream was like having issues, so like not everyone could even properly see me, like. Uh, Reset the you know grand finals on Wormer, is also really good. So yeah, sometimes like even I find myself like having that like imposter syndrome where it's like, oh, you're only winning because not everybody actually knows what to do against Samus, which is like dumb at this point because I've been playing some of these some of these motherfuckers for years. <laughs> they, 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 they they know how to fight the swooper, I promise you. Uh, I had like a really really tight set with Ryobi too. Me and Ryobi always have crazy sets too. Like we always have like down to the wire sets uh so like playing having to play someone like ryobi is always super hard at a regional because even though he had enough to play him in grand finals he definitely was my hardest opponent that day like for sure he just knows how to play really well he's ryo beast like you know what else is there really to say about that but uh ever since that tournament i've only been getting like second or third and like even at like Jersey locals, I've only been getting like second or third. Like I keep losing to JFlex and Mot Money. I go pretty back and forth with Wally for the most part, uh, but like I just keep losing to JFlex and Mot Money. <laughs> like I'll take a set off Mot Money like once every like two months or like something, but like JFlex, I haven't been at all this season. And JFlex yeah. has been really leveling up. If that makes you feel any better, I mean it probably doesn't. Yeah. But JFlex has been playing really really well like in the slippy going into the post quarantine era. So shout yeah, out to J Flex. I mean, yeah. I've known him for a while. I'm super familiar with how, uh, how good he is. I just, uh, I need to like explore, uh, 
some of these matchups more. I need to talk to Duck more. I got to play with like Swedish Delight more. Uh, there's like more I just could be doing that I just don't do. And like how I mentioned before, like my personality is just disorganized like that. It's like I know hitting up Swedish to play is good. I know hitting up Flex to play is good. I know that like studying my sets is like good, but I just like don't always do that. Like I'll like actually practice like once a week, maybe. And if like I'm randomly feeling it, then like I'll have like a two day streak, three day streak, but then it just goes away. It's like almost like I forget how I practice. I, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me. <laughs> like I literally just have the most inconsistent practice regimen I've ever seen in my entire life. And I just somehow get better. I mean, the the drive is definitely there. That's that's for sure. The the willpower to want to get better, to stop doing repetitive, lazy options is there. Like I want to get better. And sometimes my practice sessions aren't always the worst, but like I just think that if I really had a routine down, I could be like a lot, lot more threatening of a player. But uh, you know, it is what it is. Life is full of obstacles and I just gotta eventually figure this one out and I think I'll level up a lot, like a lot for sure. Is life also full of Medify coaching sessions? Because you are a Medify coach over okay. Let's not say the word again, but that platform, you use that platform to coach. Do you have any students? Um, so as far as that platform goes, it's pretty RNG in terms of like uh, how busy I am with it. Like there'll just be like uh, one week or like maybe one to two weeks where it's like I'm doing it like four times a week. I've got like plenty of uh, students and it's keeping me busy. And it's actually nice having that extra money. All that extra money I made from Medify straight up goes to traveling. Like, I just want to go to, like, more majors, more tournaments, beat more people, etc. But then there's just, like, dead weeks. Like, right now I'm experiencing a dead week. Like, last week I had, like, maybe, like, three students. But then this week I just had, like, nobody. Uh, and it you almost, like, feel it. Like, you don't really expect anybody for, like, another week or two. And then randomly, like, usually when, like, Medify does a discount or if I have a good run like this, like, if I had students after this, that would make complete sense to me because I just got rated by Hungrybox. I'm doing an interview, like, all this good, fun content stuff. But, like, sometimes I'm just, like, like I was mentioning before, I'm just an inconsistent person. Sometimes I don't stream. Sometimes I don't enter things. And I feel like I just don't remind people that, like, I'm out here doing stuff and, like, they forget to even, like, want to ask me for anything. So... Yeah, as far as that platform is concerned, it's just uh, RNG. I would like to have more students. It would be cool to have more extra money to travel and stuff. But, uh, you know, for now it is what it is. Yes, the house of the super. That would be super cool to see that. I wanted to ask you about your 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 traveling for this year so far. So we, we talked a little bit about the, the Jeet Town Tom birthday bash I keep wanting yeah. to say Uncle Tom, so I keep, I'm keep. i glad I keep sticking the landing, but boy, it's tough. I wanted to ask you also about other tournaments that you've gone to that have been sort of like a highlight for you this year because despite the fact that we're looking ahead to Summit as well as the Smash World Tour Last Chance Qualifiers and that whole tournament, you know, because right after Last Chance Qualifiers, the same weekend, they're going to have like the World Finals and represent yeah. all kinds of regions. That's going to be super cool. December is going yeah. to be crazy for Melee. Let's just put it that way, post-Thanksgiving. For sure, for sure, for sure. But 
looking back, it's been quite a year, been able to get back to in-person events. That's obviously a blessing. It's, it's nice to have a good setup that does the thing. I wouldn't be able to say that just yet. This laptop sucks, but someday. So for you, the swooper, what would you say are, are some events that have been some highlight, like either for either, you know, the good, bad and the ugly, like what stands out to you looking back at this year? I felt I could have had a slightly better year. I don't usually feel that way. Usually I'm honest with myself and I'm like, yeah, this year went about as good as it could have gone. But I just feel like I could have done slightly better at like quite a few events. Like Riptide, I lost a little early to the Leaf. Don't get me wrong, is really good. But I felt that like that was literally my first time traveling in so long i was just really rusty at a lot of things um and so i didn't even end that badly like i got like 25th at riptide but i just felt i could have done slightly better um at main stage in losers i actually ran into mott money somebody i play a lot oh no mott money again yeah as of recently he's been beating me like before we used to go really back and forth but as of now, it's definitely like I'd say seventy five percent in his oh. favor. You were saying one, one or two times in two months, right? Yeah, no, like I, I think uh, last season, like as far as like this season and last season are combined, like I've only beaten him like twice, maybe maybe three times. But like out of like Oof. six or seven sets, like it feels like I'm getting my ass whooped more just because uh, he'll have like more streaks. But I'm pretty sure it's like a two three record versus his like seven set win or maybe six set win i just know that he's like up really maybe like double so it's like i lost the kgh in winners whatever close respectable set and then i just bump into mop money it's like it's like sure i could have won like it was a 3-1 set like and the games were like a lot closer than usual but you know i just lost to somebody from my hometown didn't get to play like uh any new players or any like like as soon as Mott Money like beat me, he got to play Daki. Like I would have liked to play Daki or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, especially in bracket. Yeah. So uh, main stage could have gone better for that reason. Uh, what else did I go to? I feel like there's something else I'm missing. Main stage. Oh, I literally have it in front of me. My passes are hanging on my wall. Uh, SmashCon. I barely lost to Logan to get like ninth. And Polish, like, washed me in winners. Don't get me wrong, Polish is a god. But when I played Polish at Hold That L, even though he 3-0'd me, I know it's a stereotypical thing to say close 3-0, but literally I made him work really hard for every game. I think you would agree to that too. Like, every game was last stock, and, like, it was, like, a timeout situation. Like, But at SmashCon, I just felt like I ran into him and got, like, double two stock. Don't know why. Just was, like, not feeling it. I almost felt like I wasn't supposed to beat him, which is like bad getting in my own head. And then when I just kind of snapped out of it, I was like, all right, you can totally beat Logan and like make this comeback. And then I like lose to Logan game five last stock. And it's just like oh, another one bites the dust. Another, another like just event where I felt if I did even just ever so slightly better, I could have gotten top eight or I could have gotten top 16 or I could have gotten top 48 or something. And it just didn't work out that way. So uh, I think that says a lot about the amount of discipline I need to work on. And like, I'll still find myself like doing super high level things and then still just like fucking around, like 
I don't know, like I'm playing like Zane's Roy here and I'm just like DIing in on all his throws <laughs> for like no reason. Like I just want to go in and then like, you know, I'm just like getting super punished for it and I'm just like pretty much telling to myself, like not even to be hard on myself, but it's like, like you don't even like deserve to beat someone like Zane if you're just going to hold in 95, 95% of the time. Like you're just giving him free damage just because you're being impatient. So stuff like that is like, uh, something that you just have to batten down and just flow and just like stop letting your emotions take over. Stop letting that like like that blood boiling feeling of I just want to get down and play neutral again or something versus like Roy, she not Roy, Marth. Because Roy honestly just it's Zane. I know it's just like Roy, but it just feels like a like a pre evolution Marth. So it's just like <laughs> it, it, it's just, it functions the same. Like if you're trying to get down versus a character like Roy, Marth, and you're just trying to force it, you're just not going to get down. And, like, I'm trying to force these things, and at this point in my melee career, whatever you want to call it, why am I even doing that? And it's like it's like, it's like this whole battle, you know, that comes with playing, like, a mid-tier floaty character as well. Yeah, that you that you have you have mastered a lot of the game as it is now enough to place well in these brackets where you're consistently getting to the spot where you feel, okay, I'm starting to run into some good opponents. Now I don't necessarily feel like I'm guaranteed to win this set in particular, because of course you're going to win the first round of winners and the second round and probably the third round, fourth round, so on. But as you start to get close to like the, the level of like, of, of competition that is equal to you. The, the, it feels like for you, a lot of new extra thoughts start to run in where your confidence levels like so, so on average, maybe, you know, I'm not trying to project yeah. into exactly how you feel in every situation, but it's just no, it's pretty accurate. I yeah. Think. Where you're, where you're saying, okay, ugh, I, I don't know how, how good I feel about my chances of winning here. And then I, I think yeah. maybe something that seems to happen to you is that you feel like, you're you're almost in your in your head during a set where people talk about like you know you need to be in the moment you need to understand what's happening to you right oh, now yeah. and the, like oh, the, yeah. that kind of thing but like you're playing you're you're playing a samus so even if you're playing against a fox there's going to be a certain amount of slower pace i mean i always wonder to myself what does west think about when he's recovering for 20 seconds after getting hit off stage on dreamland yeah. what does what does the swooper think about what does morse code think about or ycz or duck or I'm or hugs, you know, you know what I mean? What, what do all these Samus players think about? And to me, I just think, Oh, get back to stage, get back to stage. But you don't think that for 20 seconds straight. So do you feel like it's partially because you get afforded an extra opportunity to have a couple of, you get, you have a couple of extra beats almost. That's what it feels yeah. like to me. That is a very good way to put it. And, uh, very accurate to basically what I'm trying to say, because Samus is not the only character that gets that. I would say, a very good example of another character that gets that is like Peach or yep. like Jigglypuff. And it's just like, it's literally just raw discipline. It's literally, there's just no other way to put it. It's just like, like, so you know how you said like, you're just trying to get back for 20 seconds. It could function the same for Peach or Puff. And for those 20 seconds, it's so easy to like trick yourself into thinking that like now is a good time to attack or something when that's just like 
almost certainly never always the case versus a good opponent who's like expecting you to be there. So having it's it's almost just like exhausting for like those 20 seconds like repeatedly telling yourself like all right don't like it's not even like it, it this is a very broad way to put it it could be very different for everyone and i know it's different for me but basically just don't be dumb you're recovering <laughs> for 20 seconds and the whole time you're telling yourself don't be dumb yes or you're just or you're just so in the moment where not being dumb comes naturally which is how in my opinion it should be but uh in most cases for me, because I have like a super ADHD brain, I literally am telling myself, don't be dumb. And playing in the moment for someone super ADHD like that, I feel like is very difficult. I feel like a big part of why my discipline is so skewed is just because like I'm so easily distracted. I'll be recovering and I'll just think of something super random. Like, wow, the grass on Dreamland is so green. You guys ever notice how green that grass is? Or like, <laughs> what's Wispy's deal? Like, why, why is he just like there? Like, can he just fuck off? Like, I'm actually think I'm actually just thinking these things while playing. I don't know why. Taking the and longest it's really, pools. It's really distracting. That's all I can really say. Like, I am prescribed Adderall. Like, unless I'm just like on my Addy, or like if I'm running low and I got on coffee or something, like I will get distracted. That's like music helps and all that. God forbid I forget my headphones and the crowd is just there. And I was just here like someone having a conversation and I can't shake off that conversation or something. But like, that's basically like how, why my discipline I feel is so sketchy because it almost like, like when I focus that hard, I actually could only be awake for like four or five hours. Like I just, I'm using so much energy to focus on so many tiny details that like, yep. It's so hard to process at all unless I'm either on my meds or just really, really just like consistently telling myself. And it's, you know, it's, it's tough. I'm not going to act like I'm a special, you know, snowflake for having my issues in that regard. Like everyone deals not, there's a lot of people with ADHD and all that, but like, uh, it's, it's a part of like the game that we play and it's just, it's just tough. It's not tough to, to like stay focused. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, not to uh, try not to name drop super, super hard often. Uh, I was talking about this to Pipsqueak about the idea of like having a certain amount of mental energy in a day. You were just talking about how if you want to be on and being able to be in focus mode and just sort of like have everything else disappear, it doesn't disappear for you automatically. You have to actually concentrate on not only focusing on what's in front of you, but making everything else behind you go away so that it's not clogging your brain. Yes. And so yeah. you can't extend that. It's like holding up something above your head. Even if you're holding something as light as a small book, like a picture book for a kid to read, at a yeah. certain point, you're holding it above your head and you realize, I've been holding it above my head for like five minutes now. My arms are starting to hurt. And after 30 minutes, you're like, I'm going to die. I need to put my hands down. I can't yeah. keep this up forever. And so like, if you think of it in terms of what your brain can do, it's not like a pure muscle. It's just that if you are trying to do something that is very taxing on, like on all the processes that you have going on, whether it, there's, you know, any sort of, like, I don't want to call it a mental disease or anything. I'm just trying to describe it as like, if, if there's something extra that you have to deal with it on top of playing an insanely fast game, like melee where things can happen at the drop of a pen 
then yes, there's, it's expected for you to run out of mental energy at some point and sort of just like crash. And I think a lot of players identify with that. And so like, there's almost, then there's the idea of like conserving energy. So like for you, how often do you think of before a big tournament happens, like say you get into summit, you're going to be playing melee nonstop for like five or something days straight, right? There's at least Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the very least. So for you, like how do you go into a spot like that without thinking about how to sort of, okay, I can't just burn all of this in one night and then I feel like crap the rest of the weekend and I play awful. So like how, what are ways that you try to think about it? I mean, other than what you've already talked about, which is, you know, you make sure that your medication's right and you make sure that you, that you like are purposely thinking about concentrating on what's in front of you, but like how else would you like go about it? So the top two things for me are, uh, one, uh, and here's, and this is the thing too about summit that I totally plan on taking advantage if I advantage of if I make it is that apparently they like cater you to like like uh, if you like are hungry or like want something specific to like get it for you like and all that and uh that's like the number one thing I was gonna say is catering to your human needs and the second one is like creating like uh like a playground like something for you to look forward to so like if I have to play Mango or something, I kind of have to like literally turn it into a game in my head so that I can like fuse with the moment that's happening. So like I would literally have to like look at it as like Dragon Ball Z or something. Like I'm just insert powerful character here versus like, you know, Mango. Like he's like one of the best to do it, one of the strongest Saiyans of all time. And this is going to be an epic battle for like the ages and that's like kind of like the scenario i play in my head to make it as entertaining as possible because the most enter as the more entertaining it is the like the more i kind of just like become one with the set and that's like a part of what makes consistency so difficult is that eventually you get bored of that so imagine like one tournament you like pretend you're like uh i don't know just like the underdog like you're climbing your way to victory, like you kind of create this like little game in your head where like this is fun because I am the new guy, no one knows who I am, I'm playing a bad character, whatever you want to call it. But you can only do that so many times until it's like, uh, I'm going to do this again. Like if I have another tournament to do and then another tournament to do, by the time it's, it's the eighth tournament, you kind of get bored of being the hero. You kind of get bored of being like whatever you're fantasizing about like you know maybe i'm bored of dragon ball z maybe i'm bored of whatever anime i really like or whatever my favorite fight scene is i'm trying to compare it to like sometimes you just get bored and it's really hard to like tap into that i feel like i always play the best win or lose and i'm having fun with a set so like for example when i played logan not gonna lie i was like putting a lot of pressure on myself i felt like i was playing well because i had to not because i wanted to and there's such a huge difference between that. Yep. And One requires a lot more energy. Yeah. And that's definitely like something I'm like trying to perfect. But then at the same time, just feels like a freaking, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. Like 
like a paradox. Like you're trying to perfect being human. It's literally not how that works. <laughs> right, that's hard. Not how that works. And then the second thing, catering to your human needs, is like, I swear to everything, I would just farm tournaments so much easier if I just always had access to everything I need. So if let's say I go to a major, and I'm not going to lie, I sacrifice a lot to get to some of these events. Sometimes I don't have enough to eat. Sometimes I don't give myself enough sleep because of the pressure I put on myself. Sometimes I just like will have these things floating over me. So it's like imagine playing pools and you're like literally hungry. Imagine trying to like perform at your best and like your stomach is growling, you're like literally starving and like but you this, this is what you had to get up give up to be here. And what I'm like at what I am I imagine myself at summit, it's like, oh I gotta play Mango. Cool, I'll play him. I'll do my best, win or lose. Oh, what? I don't have to play someone immediately after? Well, that guy's going to be really hard. But, oh, hey, a chef or whatever, a summit chef can get me, like, this food that I'm not used to having. Like, you know, these meals prepared, like, maybe an energy bar or something. Like, I don't even know. Sometimes I feel like my energy would just be so much there, more there. If Oh, I just got some subs. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. Let's Sometimes go. I feel like, uh... If I was just able to cater to these needs... Wait a minute. I'm not seeing Twitch chat scroll then. Oh, noes. I need to refresh your stream on my phone. Sorry, keep going. Sure, no problem. Yeah, sometimes I feel like if I was just, like, able to, like, responsibly care to my needs... Because sometimes it's not always the fact that I can't afford food. Sometimes it's just, like, irresponsibility. It's like, oh, because I wanted an extra hour of sleep, now I'm late to warm up or something like that. So it's, like, really hard to be perfect. And that's a part of what I was mentioning before is like uh, a paradox. But in that regard, where it's something you actually have control over, that's like something you can get better at. The only difference is that sometimes it's just harder and harder. So like, let's be real. If like I do go to summit and I need food or something, someone will just bring it to me. But if I'm at like a major and I have to play like KGH or something in like 30 minutes, you only have 30 minutes to feel properly warmed up. You only have 30 minutes to feel properly, like, fed. You only have 30 minutes to, like, think about this. Or, like, traditionally, you should have more time because, you know, all you have is time. But, like, maybe you wanted to, like, spend some time just, like, being human, hang out with friends. Maybe you just wanted to spend some time sleeping more or something. So it's, like, really hard to cater to everything. But I feel like in most cases, from what I remember... There are some top players who kind of get that, even at majors. That's why VIP sections uh, in exist. So like, sure. I can remember, yeah, I can remember so many times where like I'll just, I remember a gamble where like I peeked into the VIP section just to play with the good players like years ago, and I see left and like getting a massage or something, and like there's like really nice food everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally my reaction. I'm just like. I'm just like, well, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm literally, literally, literally took a bus to Canada. I'm, I'm so hungry. <laughs> I'm not actually always hungry for the record. I'm just saying that like, sometimes I don't always ideally get the things I want when I travel the way that I do. But this is just like me in my head. It's just like making jokes. I'm just like, what the fuck? This guy's getting a massage. Look at all this food. And it's just like, he's got all these great players to warm up with. Like man, this is fucked up. If I had all this, I'd be, like, sick too. But then there's the, the, like, other side of my brain that's like, yeah, but he definitely earned it all. And I was just like, yeah, I want to earn this all. And 
now I'm at a point where I feel like I'm kind of good enough for a VIP section, but like, I don't really like feeling like a VIP. Is that weird? I feel like, I feel like it's it's like pretentious. Like I'm not looking to like be above anybody. I just, I just want some food, bro. I just want some like, <laughs> some like. I just feel like I, I forget that I'm human. I just like go into these sets sometimes being so irresponsible. That's just like uh, how I feel often, though. Maybe it's not always the case like that, but. I feel like yeah, if you are, have yeah. someone who's willing to sort of be an extra set of hands for you, sort of like, I don't know, not a handler, but it's just like, I think of somebody who can talk to you after sets, you know, just to be quickly like, oh, yeah. I, I noticed you were doing this a lot. You were getting called yeah, yeah, out on yeah. this a lot. All right. Now. So this is your next, this is your next thing. So we have 30 minutes to eat and drink lots of water and use the bathroom and you go, okay, that's, that's helpful. That's nice. That, that sounds godlike. It sounds <laughs> like exactly like what I need. I feel like if I literally had, you know, I, I can think of actually somebody who was like that for me at one point and it was definitely Adamisk, the, 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 the ultimate player. We used to team a lot. I literally remember one time going up to him and telling him literally just, ask me if I eat, if I ate, like, I, I just, just, just do that. And then he was like, okay. And then like three hours later, we're doing teams and he's like, did you remember to eat? And I'm just like, you're, you're right. <laughs> so like, uh, I remember, uh, I, I feel like I always have like mini coaches here and there. So Adamisk was one of them, uh, warrior Knight. Most people don't know about warrior Knight. One of the best Bowsers to ever do it. Shout outs to warrior uh, Knight. And like, I remember when we met up at Gommel every single time I would like have a close set or game or anything. He would just like take a big sip of his rum and coke and he's just like would be super honest with me. He's like, Yeah, I think you're struggling here. I think you're doing this right, et cetera, et cetera. Like, Warrior Knight, if I ever somehow become a rich top player, whatever you want to call it, I would actually fly out that guy to be my coach. That he's one of the best best coaches I've ever had, ever. Always real, always honest, super smart player. Are there going to be, I wonder if there's going to be coaches for Summit 12. There was no coaches for Summit 11, I remember. I wonder if it's different this time because how cool would that be? Like if there's, if they say to you, all right, congratulations for getting in the swooper. You can uh, have a plus one, you know, a coach to come along and you're like, oh, that would be pretty baller. I, Warrior Knight's really inactive. I don't know if he'd want to go. But go to a Summit? A pure, yeah. Go to a Summit? Are you kidding me? It's Summit. I mean, He's a family man, bro. He's got a, he's got he's got a kid. He's got a wife. He's a. Uh, I feel I, that. I really see him these days. Yeah. That's me but, too. Yeah. I have a wife and two kids myself. Yeah, and we're also uh we're also rusty on like, on like, vibing. Like he wouldn't even know where to start probably. Like when's the last time he was watched any of my sets? So realistically, if I were to have a coach, it'd probably be someone more recent. So like, uh, I don't even know. Maybe like I would honestly probably like bring J Flex or something or Mott Money just for the hell of it. <laughs> I think it would be so funny if I just brought Mott Money. Would... There's, a, there's there's the, the there's always a pot. Wait, hold on. Is there a Peach player in Summit right now? Actually, I don't think so. They're all in Smash World Tour. Triff, Smash World Tour, Polish, Smash World Tour. Yeah, 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 yeah. Going to be a lot of going to be a lot of a going to be a lot of Peaches there. But are you going to be going to Smash World Tour? By the way, I'm. Yeah, I'm going to the one in Orlando. I uh, I signed up. I still need to book a flight, uh, but the flights are looking really cheap, and uh, I'm hoping it stays that way. 
uh, because shit's expensive. <laughs> but yeah, yeah do be I, that way I, sometimes. I need roommates. Yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely trying to go to Smash World Tour. Oh, I love that. Last and, chance qualifier. Yeah. Please, if you have to play against V2 King Sheik in bracket at the last chance qualifiers, just, you know, just remember, I'm going to have so much fun seeing Mewtwo King tweet about the ultimate buffer system messing up his timing in Melee. I'm going to have so much fun seeing those tweets. Mewtwo King, Mewtwo King, did he meet his sub goal? Is he going to enter? That's correct. He's going to be going. He met a sub goal. Wow. That's, that's going to be so much fun. I look forward to just being in the same room as that guy. He's so fun to watch play Melee. Oh, absolutely. I love, I love the return of the King timelines. I'm always down. Yeah, it'll either be the Return of the King timeline, or he'll get bamboozled by one of the new up-and-coming players. Slippy kids, Maybe. yeah. Yeah. Well, either awesome. way, either way, you're planning on going, so that's really cool. There's going to be a lot of players mm. who just not only because not only because of Summit who are going to be around for another week because it's back to back. It's Summit, and then it's the smash world tour literally next weekend then you have genesis at the end of january and i feel like a lot yeah. of people are trying to justify the idea of just staying in the united states for that entire stretch of time like why would we go back let's just stay in america yeah. either whether we like it or not let's just stay in america and then be at genesis at the end of january wow that kinda, would actually i'm kind of really getting insane. that impression that'd be so crazy if like amsa or something just stayed in america the whole time I would love that, but I mean, I don't know for sure. It would just be cool if at least one or two people did. I just, I feel that. I feel that in my bones that somehow somebody's going to do that. And that'd be great because then we'd get to see, they they would get so much experience to get to do all these slippy events during the weekdays. And then there's probably like a big tournament here or there. I mean, we have the Function 2 coming up, up in New York City. That's going to be super cool. Yeah, I definitely look forward to the function. I don't even remember when that is. There's just so many good events that pile up and line up that I need to, like... I literally just sign up for things and show up. I don't organize anything. I, 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 I'm I, pretty sure... I heard that Summit and Smash World Tour are, like, really close to each other in date. So if I somehow make it to Summit, I, I should probably, like, call off properly or something. My job will get so mad at me. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, like I literally just, like I said, like I just don't expect to make it. So if I do make it, it's like, wow, didn't think I'd make it this far. What what happens now? So I should definitely call off that weekend, Summit weekend. Now that you remind me, I well, write that down right now. <laughs> yeah, don't 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 make me the reason why you you're assuming that you're gonna go to Summit because we all hope that you do the so, sweeper. We yeah. all hope that you do. <laughs> It's not assuming. I just just kind of plan in advance. Also, having the weekend off for Summit is still nice, whether I go or not. It's definitely a, an amazing event to just watch. It's the best thing ever, honestly. Great. Summit 11 Grand Final. So here's hoping that Summit 12 is much the same. And here's hoping that you get to be a part of it. Poggies. Yeah. I'm very excited, about, I'm very excited yeah. about December here. So here's hoping that it's a wonderful December for you as well. And to get in the direction of wrapping up, because we've been at this for an hour, well, over an hour now, yeah. but we've been recording sure. the official part of the podcast for an hour. 
and it's getting late. The, uh, the mm-hmm. I guess the, the, the closing topic is can, uh, something to the effect of, we, we've talked, to, we've alluded to this, you know, the mid-tier struggles, the, the disrespect. We've talked a little bit about how you sort of approach the game, what your mentality is. But tying it all back together to Samus, this is a character who a lot of people would agree and say this requires a lot of neutral-based play style, someone who's willing to go to time, someone who's willing to be very careful to avoid trades and high stakes situations when they need to keep their 40% advantage or if they're 40% behind and can't afford to be continued training, blah, blah, blah. This is that kind of character. That's Samus. And so for you, you've stuck with the character for a long time now. So why Samus? Why Samus? Um, there's a short answer and a long answer. It's I'm podcast both answers. The short answer is basically because she reminded me the most out of one of my favorite characters when I was a kid, uh, Mega Man. Like when I played Melee, I was like, "There's literally when the Samus in the purple suit. There's literally no other character that comes close to Mega Man." And I like any character. I was like a kid. I was like, I like any character that has any resemblance to Mega Man. This character is badass. That's the short answer. Uh, the long answer is that I once I really got into competitive play, I never really felt like I couldn't. People told me often, like, Samus can't do it. Samus can't do this. Samus can't do that. You're not going to win. You're never going to blah, blah, blah. So something involving that, and, like, my ambition to want to, like, improvise. Because, like, I always felt Samus was unexplored, even since, like, my really early days. Something about that just kind of drives me to, like, prove people wrong and, like, just be something different with something that, like, everyone just... My first impressions were, like, you'll never, like, get good with this or get good enough. So, and... uh even to this day, I still feel like there's way more Samus can be doing. Obviously, there's matchups like Sheik and Falcon that are like really hard, but even like there's still just like so much more extra stuff that can be done that like I still think I'm not doing personally. So those are basically the short and long answers. I love hearing that there's so much more Samus to be discovered. It's just like there's so much more melee to be played, and we're all really yeah. happy especially in twitch.tv slash the swooper that you are still playing melee and still trying to apply yourself as best you can. I mean, you're doing the best that you can. I I would say for the most part, like we all are, it is impossible to be on the level of working hard that a few exceptionally hardworking people tend to be within melee, you know, the, the most front facing grinders, but it's a great example to look up to, but like, you know, that's, <laughs> we all have different yeah. paths that we take. And I'm glad that for the, it, it sounds to me that you, you like where you are in terms of like, you're not trying to be something that you're not. So like, you're not forcing it and saying, no, I am the really hard grinder. I do practice every day for like oh, four yeah. hours, <laughs> that kind of stuff. True. Like, so like you, you want to be better. You want to place 
better than top 64 or at a smaller local better than top four. You want to win more, get more of the, of the, of the clout, if you will. And yeah, self-promoting and shelling is not as much fun, but what if people just come up to you like me and say, let's do something, the swooper. And you say, oh yeah, sure. All right. I'm down. And they're asking because they know how sick you are. You know how sick you are. Of course you want that part, but I, overall, it sounds to me that even if it defies logic sometimes that Samus is the character for you, I still think that's great because that means that Melee can continue to be a game that just sort of flies against the expectations of the world and it can turn out something that might be from left field or it might be just totally like, wait, what? But then it works yeah. and it makes beautiful Melee. Yeah, for sure. I definitely have been thinking that a lot too, is that like the path isn't always organized or like the most practical, but I've definitely played some good melee with this character and I definitely plan on playing more good melee with her. Trailblazing. You are trailblazing at the swooper. Oh <laughs> yeah. I love that. So one more time to make sure that the people know where to go, where to go to vote for you, where to go to find you on social media, like all that stuff. If you want to plug yourself before we get out of here. Um, Twitch.tv slash the swooper with two R's. Uh, uh, my Twitter, also the swooper with two R's. And yeah, that's pretty much all I really care about right now is my Twitter and Twitch. And like my YouTube is like, also just the swooper i'm pretty sure but like i i still need to post more videos like my youtube would be cool to like have blow up but i just don't have enough videos on there i mean it'd be cool if you guys want to watch that too i think i have like two really good combo videos that people like but i just need to i want to do more with that but yeah that's essentially what i have to offer i'm just thinking about who i'm gonna raid right now chat who do i raid should i raid none should i raid magi should I raid Zane or should I raid Mango? I feel like they just... <sighs> Can I put a vote in for Magi for myself just because she's doing that tournament to sort of raise votes for herself to get into Summit, you know? Always love to see Magi make Summit. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to raid none just because Tamis told me to. Oh, Tamis, Z Tamis. So while we're while we're shouting out people from the stream, you know, we got Crocosa, we got Pro Casual Gamer, we got Welcome to Wallies, <laughs> we got Fastflyer, and I already said Z Tamis. So Shadow Ninja Forty Four, Salty C. I could not see the rest of the chat flowing. I thought it froze or something, and I tried restarting the stream on my phone, but I can't see all you lovely people, but thank you for being here with us. Thank you for watching the run, the blessed run tonight for the swooper. And uh, for you, the swooper, thank you so much for joining me on Bottom of Smash Mountain. People who are listening to the podcast or watching my YouTube video here afterwards can vote for the swooper still because I'm releasing this as soon as possible. The link to the voting page is down below in the description. Hell yeah. Super, super appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we can talk some more sometime. I'm going to end it with that. And uh, I'm going to send my stream to none. So hopefully none stays up longer so you guys can enjoy some more Melee before bedtime. Yeah. And thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, the Super. Appreciate it. Awesome. Hell yeah. Have a nice night. Take care. See ya.